0: Stay curious and fearless and keep standing up for what you believe in. You are never too young to change the world.
1: That was 12-year-old Ariela Ramirez reading the president's response to the letter she sent the White House in 2020.
2: This is Generation Justice, a multiracial project that trains youth to harness the power of community through media, narrative, and critical consciousness. I'm Lily Lukau.
1: And I'm Barbara Ramirez. We want to remind you that this program broadcasts from the rightful lands of the Tiwa people.
2: Tonight, we are so excited to bring you a very special interview. We showcase 12-year-old Ariela Ramirez and the letter that brought her the chance to use her voice and meet the President of the United States, Joe Biden.
1: We also have important COVID-19 and vaccine equity information and a couple of community events happening this month.
2: So stay tuned. Let's get started with some music from Kid Cuddy. Here is Up, Up and Away, selected by gj intern zan dixon
1: the end is never the end a new challenge awaits a test no man could be prepared for a new hell he must conquer and destroy a new level of growth he must confront himself the machine and the
2: ghost within this is the journey of the man on the moon 12-year-old Ariela Ramirez will be speaking with Generation Justice to share her experience writing to President Biden, receiving a letter back, and recently meeting the President along with her whole family.
1: This is a very inspirational story, and we're so proud to share it with all of you, a testimony that youth voices are important and powerful.
2: Let's get to it. Here is Ariela Ramirez, interviewed by my co-host, Barbara Ramirez. This is
1: Barbara Ramirez with Generation Justice, and I'm so excited to be speaking with 12-year-old Ariela Ramirez. Ari, welcome to Generation Justice.
0: Hi, thank you so much for having me here. Um, I'm Ariela, I am 12 years old, and I am very honored to have this opportunity. Thank you so much, Ari. Would you like to share more about yourself than you have already shared so far? Yeah, of course. Um, so, obviously, I'm pretty young. I am in seventh grade. Um, I am Mexican-Latina, and I have never done anything like this before, but it is very cool to have this experience.
1: We are so excited, Ari, and honored to be your first interview. So Addie, we understand that something really exciting happened when President Joe Biden came to New Mexico last month. We would love to
0: hear your amazing story. So you please share it with us. Yes, of course. So when I was 10, I started writing a letter to the president because this is when I was in fifth grade and my teacher was just doing this assignment. And it was like, if you were to write something to the president what would it be like and I was like oh, okay well there's a lot that I'd want to say to the president because this is when um Donald Trump was president and currently I wasn't just like in the best state when it comes to we just went into quarantine and it was just like very hard for me and my family and of course just like all the laws that were being passed around I wasn't huge in politics I had almost no idea what they were. I didn't know what being Republican or Democrat was. And then as I started getting older, I started figuring things out like that. And then I just saw the things that were happening while Donald Trump was, was president. And I was very happy when Joe Biden became president. So this, was, this felt like a huge opportunity of what I could just share that was coming from my heart if I were to write to him so i just started writing stuff on the paper and obviously she wasn't going to send it actually to the president because that would just be a lot of work so i just wrote a letter and i told my parents that i wanted to send it to the white house i had no idea if he was gonna get it or read it because i'm literally just like this random girl that lives in like this not as like known stare just like not as like infamous so i didn't think that he was gonna get it or that he was even gonna notice it but then i just sent it to him saying like thank you for bringing us hope and how my family was going through a lot and how it was hard being um mexican and also um coming out to my parents as lesbian or bi Because I was always afraid that I was going to be just like left out because I've heard stories from things that have happened to people that are in the LGBTQ community. So I was just trying to figure things out at this time. And then I just wrote all about a piece of paper, everything that I was feeling and just sent it to him. And then about Like three months later, maybe four, we get this letter from the White House, just saying that he got my letter and He said, thank you for writing to him and that he was grateful for our family and our support and he sent me a letter with his um hand signature like with a sharpie. And I was very surprised and then like a month after that we got a letter from Kamala. um with her signature and saying like Thank you for writing to her, because I wrote to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, so I was just in a lot of shock that they got it and super, super thankful. And it was just very, I was very surprised that Kamala actually got my letter and it meant a lot to me because she is of course the first woman of color to be vice president. And of course the first woman just in general. So I was just like, Oh my God, like what is going on? And then, Um, I was very happy to even just like get those letters from them but then I guess I got put on his Christmas list so now every single Christmas I get a Christmas letter from the White House and I I didn't even know they had that (laughs) yeah I did not know either and then it turns out that he has this huge book in the White House which is like an inch thick with just like letters that he's gotten from like Letter writers are just like people that have wrote to him and he just puts them in this book And if you're in the book, which is like very limited people Then you get a letter from the white house every single christmas and I was like what (laughs) so I It has been two years since I wrote to the president and I wasn't I was thinking of writing him again I was just very like nervous too because like i of course didn't know if they were gonna be like all right why is this person keep like writing to us so i was just like eh, on the bridge or on the edge <laughs> and then um my dad or actually no my grandma got a call from this letter from washington dc and it turned out to be the white house and they were calling her saying that they were looking for the parents of because the president was coming to New Mexico to talk about the student loan debt relief. And I was like, huh, this is very like, I had no idea about this. My parents didn't tell me until they figured it out. So it turns out they were trying to get like my Instagram information. So, cause he was inviting me to go to like his main political thing that's gonna be broadcasted like internationally. So I, I was like, What is going on because I just woke up one morning going to school and my mom and dad were like Oh, yeah, the president called us and was looking for everyone just to get a hold of you and we need your Instagram Information so they can do a background check on you so you can meet the president and I was like Hold on. Wait a minute. This does not make sense (laughs) so it was just a very crazy opportunity because he has both of them have always been just a huge role model for me for the fact that everything that they're doing for the country has just like already had such a big effect in just a short amount of time and the fact that I was so young when I wrote this just like wanting to just say what my heart felt and now that it got me to this point was just absolutely insane. Wow
1: i have so many questions but i'm also like so surprised of the whole experience the whole story it's just so congratulations that you got to experience that with the white house
0: and you got to meet president joe biden also the crazy thing is that when we went to go meet the actual president they had like this list that had like a certain amount of names on there that were actually meeting the president and my me and my family were on that list but they had to add my family on there because originally just my name was on there Mm -hmm. so then my sister and my mom and dad got added and i honestly didn't think this was going to work because i brought my pride flag to see if he would sign it and i was like that's probably not going to work because of just like everything with like the secret service and just like they're very strict since it's the president of course. And I was there and um he ended up actually signing my pride flag as soon as I got to meet him. And I also was able to give him another letter and we gave him a one Albuquerque pin. So it was just very unbelievable. I never thought that I would be able to have that opportunity before. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing more about that, Adi. The whole experience
1: just, it sounds so exciting for you. Adi, would you please read the letter that you wrote to President Biden
0: to us? Yes, of course, I would love to do that. Hello, I am Adi Ramirez and I'm 11 years old and I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I wrote this note to you to say thank you for all you are doing. You have brought so much hope in my family's lives. These years have been really, really hard on us. But when my family heard you won, we felt a feeling that we haven't felt in years. That feeling was hope. It's scary because of the virus and the racism and all of the other layers that have been on top of this. It's hard being a family of color, but we believe in you. Mr. President, if possible, or if you have the time, could you, Mr. President or Kamala, or both write a letter to this address that is in the envelope, please? My family would be honored to have yours or Kamala's writing in our home. Thank you for bringing hope. Sincerely, Ariela Ramirez. Thank you so much for sharing, Adi. Can you please read the response that you got? Um, it says just the White House in Washington, D.C. It is very just like professional. And it says, Adiela Mitas of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Dear Ariela, thank you for your kind note. It really made me smile, and I am grateful for you and your family's support. I believe in you too, and I will work hard to do what's right for our country. Our nation faces a lot of big challenges, but young people like you give me hope. Stay curious and fearless, and keep standing up for what you believe in. You are never too young to change the world. I look forward to seeing what our future re- holds. Adiela, I expect great things ahead. Keep the faith. Joe Biden.
1: That was so inspirational, Adi, and I hope, I know that you'll keep that message, that response from the president with you forever, and that this was a life-changing experience. The president called you fearless. You are fearless. Thank you. You already talked a little bit about this, but what inspired you to write to the U.S. President, Joe Biden, and then write to Vice President Kamala
0: Harris. So during school, when I was in elementary, I had a rough time with just like kids, even like the past two years in middle school, I've just had a very hard time just like fitting in. And I've always just felt like an outsider and that I was always just like that annoying kid. And my friends... A lot of them don't really care about politics, but of course, it's always been just like a bigger part in my family. So what mainly inspired me is the fact that now Joe Biden was our president instead of Donald Trump and that he won the election. And that just felt like a relief on everything that he was planning to do in the country. Well, that Donald Trump was planning to do in the country and especially just like with the border and everything from people in Mexico and Native Americans, it was just like very scary because I know that even though there's still a lot of racism and um, people that are homophobic in the world. So I just didn't know where I stood and I didn't know how to fit in. And especially since I'm just so young, I had no idea what I was doing. And the fact that I was actually able to get my voice heard while I'm not even able to vote is just absolutely, yeah. (laughs) And another part that just motivated me is the fact that I didn't think that he was going to get it. So I was just like, oh, I'll just write this for fun. Like, I was like, why not? It could just be on a letter and it could just be out there. I never thought that he was going to get it. And then... Honestly, I didn't expect for him to get it. I was just trying to put something out there that my heart felt for once.
1: Adi, you're only 12 and you're so wise. I wanna hear more about how you grew from this experience. What did you learn about yourself after this experience?
0: Um, I think the main thing that I learned about myself is that we all have a meaning in the world. And that even if it feels like we don't, or that we just don't fit in, how you can obviously be heard, but you just have to try. Because I was very scared to write this letter two years ago. And then I was just like, you know what, just do it. Like, who cares if he sees it or not. And I just felt like now I can just, I don't have to worry about what other people say about you and just be yourself, honestly.
1: That's such a beautiful message, Ari. Thank you so much for that. What is your main message to other young people who haven't gotten involved in writing to elected officials?
0: I'd have to say, don't be afraid because there's always gonna be people that are gonna judge you. And especially if you are just like who you're supposed to be or not even who you're supposed to be but who you're meant to be because that's really who you decide on your own and I don't think you should let other people decide that for you because if you don't take risks then there's really nothing that's different about you from other people and honestly I always thought that I had to fit in to be the perfect little image that goes around my school. But being different is honestly amazing because now I have my own friends that are different and that agree with just like topics that I believe in and that support me for who I am. And don't listen to what other people say and just be yourself. Such
1: an important message. Thank you so much, Addie. Is there a message that you wanna share for
0: adults
1: who are listening?
0: Don't be too hard on just people that are trying to be just who they are and make sure that no matter what your children are doing or your youth are doing, just support them to the best of your abilities. Cause I know growing up a lot of, my parents supported me a lot and that's what helped me get where I am today. And even if it's with different beliefs or a different culture or different religion, just make sure that you're supporting your child no matter what they do in life. And always make sure to help them rise and make sure that you actually care about them and that you do everything in your power to help them move forward on the right path. Because I knew that was a very hard thing for me I always just felt like I was alone and then my parents would always help me. My grandma would help me whenever I was feeling sad. My parents and my family was just always there for me to make sure that I was okay. And I feel like that has a big thing to do with where I am now. Just make sure to accept your child no matter what, even if you don't accept them in your heart. Thank you, Adi.
1: We're starting to um get closer to the end of this time together. But I want to ask if there's anyone that you would like to thank in this moment.
0: Um, There's a lot of people that I would like to thank. Of course, I'd like to thank my family, my mom, dad, grandma, sister, and of course, you guys for giving me this opportunity, Um, just even my community for being so supportive. Um the LGBTQ community, everybody that I know, my friends, because everybody has just been super accepting of me, even if I don't know as much as most people do. So there's just a lot of people that I'd like to thank. So, yeah.
1: Thank you for that. Is there anything else that you would like to add, Ari? Mm, No, I think I'm good. I feel like the one thing that I want to share with you in this moment, Adi, is that you are teaching others, other people who are older than you. You're giving us lessons. And not only with your experience, but you're so smart, you're so wise, and you are yourself. You're fearless, you're curious. And it's just been an honor to speak with you, but also You're teaching me because sometimes I need a reminder to stay curious and fearless. And I'm 21. There's going to be moments in my life that I'll need that reminder. Doesn't matter how old I am. So I hope that this message gets to you because it's really an empowering experience for me. And one of the most beautiful interviews that I've done, this interview is just really special. So Thank you again.
0: Thank you. That means a lot to me.
2: Thank you, Ariella, for boldly sharing your story, yourself, and what your heart felt, knowing that it was worthy of being heard. You have reminded me that my voice is powerful, and even one letter or story can make a difference and is necessary to share. Thank you.
1: Before our vaccine equity segment, let's hear If I Was President by Las Cafeteras and Youth Can Move the World by youth hip hop artist Jose Maria Fierro featuring Kobe Jeffers and Kishan Rajah. Señor Presidente, le vengo a
0: avisar, no tengo pap- Rise up person, look what we're in. Youth can move the world. Let's rise up. Work to serve a purpose. Learn to work for service. Youth can move the world. It's our turn. Every single
1: it's time. It's for vaccine equity. During this time of the year, it's essential that we continue mitigating practices to stop the spread of COVID-19.
2: If you are not up to date with your vaccinations, you can visit itstime.nm.org and get up to date. The FDA and CDC have approved and made available a new bivalent booster shot, which specifically targets Omicron variants. It is now available for those five and older as a booster shot that can be received after a monovalent primary dose. Remember, this bivalent dose is a booster shot and not a primary dose. The primary
1: dose is available to everyone six months and older. So if your baby is not vaccinated against COVID-19, You can schedule an appointment today at itstimenm.org.
2: For more information about the Omicron booster and other vaccination availability, you can visit the CDC and or FDA website and visit cv.nmhealth.org. Again, that's cv.nmhealth.org. Testing is really important to try
1: to stop the spread of COVID. Knowing if you have COVID-19 can help you seek proper treatment and prevent you from spreading the virus to your family and community.
2: You can visit the New Mexico Department of Health's website to find locations for antigen and PCR testing at findatestnm.org. Again, that's findatestnm.org. That's it for our vaccine
1: equity segment. Please stay safe and look out for our community. Now, here is Be Alive by Beyonce. After that, we bring you our community calendar. Feels so good to be
0: alive. Got all my family by my side.
1: Couldn't wipe this black off if I
0: tried. That's why I lift my head with pride.
2: Welcome to this week's community calendar. We have some exciting events, all focused on connection and learning to share with you. Do you like musicals and performances? If so, you can come down to the Chemo Theater on December 23rd at 7 p.m. for the ballet repertory's performance of the wonderful Christmas classic, The Nutcracker.
1: For ticket information, you can visit brtnm.com. Again, that's brtnm.com nm.com.
2: What else is going on in Albuquerque this winter season? On
1: December 27th, there will be a bilingual storytime event for kindergartners and preschoolers. The children and parents will read English stories with Spanish language components incorporated.
2: It will take place at Alameda Library from 10:30 to 11 a.m. on December 27th. For more information
1: on this event, you can visit abqlibrary.org. Again, that's abqlibrary.org.
2: That's it for this week's community calendar. Next up, we have Rewind by Cleo Sol and Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Judy Garland. I was chasing Before we end our program, we have an important message to share from the New Mexico Department of Health. Do you know why we get new flu shots every year? Because the flu virus constantly evolves. COVID is the same way, and Omicron is now the most common variant. To stay healthy this fall, it's time to get the new Omicron booster, designed specifically to boost protection against today's COVID challenges. So schedule your Omicron booster at nm.org or call
1: 855-600-3453. ¿Sabes por qué nos vacunamos contra la gripe cada año? Porque el virus de la gripe evoluciona constantemente y el COVID funciona de la misma manera. Para mantenerte sano este otoño, puedes obtener el nuevo refuerzo Omicron, diseñado específicamente para aumentar la protección contra los riesgos actuales del COVID. Así que programa tu refuerzo Omicron en itstimenm.org o llama al 855-600-3453.
2: We hope you've enjoyed this hour of community excellence. We'd like to thank our guest, Ariela Ramirez.
1: Tonight's hour of radio was produced by Roberta Rael and myself, Barbara Ramirez, with production assistance from Sunandita Santana, Zan Dixon, and my co-host, Lily Lucao. And thank you to Madumita Santana, our social media manager.
2: We want to give a big shout out to all of our youth producers. We could not do what we do without you. Generation Justice would also like to thank KUNM for bringing the voices of young people to you, KUNM listeners.
1: Our website is generationjustice.org where you can check out all of our multimedia work and listen to our podcasts, which are also available on SoundCloud, Apple, and Google Podcasts.
2: We're also active on social media. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and follow our playlist on Spotify.
1: Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, with additional funding from the Annie E. Casey Foundation, the Conalma Health Foundation, the New Mexico Department of Health, Better Together, Infectious Disease Bureau, and Office of School and Adolescent Health.
2: As well as the City of Albuquerque, Race Forward, Media Justice, and of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate.
1: Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by POD. Our last songs of the night include Tu Carcel by Los Enanitos Verdes, Oye Mi Canto by Gloria Stefan, and Break My Soul by Beyonce. I am Barbara Ramirez.
2: And I am Lily Lucao. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. In the words of our guest,
1: always share what's in your heart. Buenas noches, New Mexico. I don't like Beyonce's new song.
0: Get out of here before I break your soul.